All right, welcome, welcome to another edition of, oops, I said the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> this is my FX Buddies, the podcast. And this is one of those ones where you are definitely going to want to go to the blog because there's so much that I'm not going to be able to cover it all. But it was a very good week for Iraq. Very good. Well, there's two. I am concerned. I My hopes for September is fading. But it, it, it is what it is, right? It's This is a world event. And... We just can't expect it to go in the manner and time that we want. But this week, outside of these two little things I'm going to tell you about, was a really good week for Iraq in front of the world and for the people, which is important, and we'll get into that later. However, let me do all this little stuff I'm supposed to do. I first want to say... Anything that I show and cover and speak on is covered under the Fair Use Act um, for criticism, teaching, sharing, commenting. Um, that's what that is. Okay. And this is my FX Buddies anywhere on the interweb. You can search my FX Buddies and all the links come up. There's um, the blog, which is myfxbuddies.blogspot.com um all the you know apple podcasts all those things there spotify.com has a video so all this stuff that i'm doing right now is um i'm going to show you will be in a video if you care to go watch the video um and that's at spotify.com my fx buddies right and i think oh and then rss.com will have a transcript provided i do everything i'm supposed to do <laughs> and then that helps because i know it is hard to understand me sometimes and hard to follow me sometimes especially if maybe english is your second language as some people that listen i would gather that english is probably their second language but anyway all right so let's get to it well today is um what's it saturday i know that much september 23rd there we go september 23rd 20 hey 92323 is the date anyway so yeah all right so here, Sudani has returned back to Iraq. He, if you didn't know, he was in New York all week um, because there's an annual meeting that, that it's called UNGA, United Nations General Assembly. All the world leaders go there, except this year there was some substantial people missing. Um, Putin, of course, was not there because, you know, they, he would have been arrested. Um, Xi was not there. But I do believe there were some people from China there because Sadani met with some people from China. Um, I think South Africa was not there. 
Um, the guy from Brazil, Lula, he was there. Man, he got a nice reception. Um, they all clapped after his speech. But I'm supposed to be talking about who wasn't there. Modi, Modi, the guy from India, he was not there. And one or two other people that I should be able to say, but I can't right now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, so um, he made it home and they even tweeted about him. Now, this image right here is a standard. This is the image they always use. There's one, there's a few they use when he leaves. And there's a um, one or two that they use when he comes back. And this is the one for when he comes back. So I'm not going to talk about this because you could come here and read this. But, okay excuse me and if you go to the blog the speech is there and it is interpreted so you can hear the speech let me just show you um well you know for those of you who watch the video there he is will it play no it's not gonna play but there he is and then the text of the speech is down here below it if you'd like to um read it so but let me show you so I apologize for that noise. My window's open. Um, yeah, good thing I'm not a professional, right? <laughs> okay, so look at all the people he met with. Uh, Germany, Spain, Bulgaria, Norwegian, Norway, Norway, right? Dutch is whatever it is. I know it's not called Dutch. It's called something else. Cyprus. I didn't even know. I didn't even see any articles about that. But, and um, the British Deputy Prime Minister. From Asia, he met with South Korea, Malaysia. There's one other one, too. Korea. I don't know why they don't have, oh, sorry. There's Korea, right there. But I think there's one more with Asia in it. But anyway, um, Yemen, Iran, Kuwait, Lebanon. Then, of course, he met with our people. He met with um, this, the Secretary General of the UN, the Secretary General of NATO, um, McGurk. The look at look at his title. Look at he has the longest title. I'm not even gonna say that's ridiculous, right? But McGurk is. Um, but one thing I I want to point out here. McGurk has been, he's really tied to Iraq. He was there when Obama was president and Biden was vice president as something, I don't know what, but he was there. So then, then under Biden, he was there for, he was the ambassador. But they only, I think they're either it's a year or two years. There's a limit. To how long they can be in that position. So they created this long title right here. Um, for McGurk. So he could still be involved with Iraq. Okay. They met with the uh, Treasury a few times. Um, this is UNDP. I don't know what that is. But United Nations Development Program. It's... Um, yeah, you know, this right here, this ESCWA, I'm not sure what that is, but I've seen articles 
in Iraq's news throughout the years. He met with them. He had a dialogue at the Council on Foreign Relations. Um, uh, he went to a symposium where he spoke. I'm not even going to say that because I'm sure I'm going to mess it up. Um, <laughs> he met with the American Chamber of Commerce in the presence of businessmen, investors, and representatives of major American companies. He was interviewed by Bloomberg, which I talked about that on the last one, and put the link to that. CNN, The National, that's capitalized, so I guess that's the name of the newspaper. The National Newspaper, New York Times, plus others. Those are just the big names. Then I'm sure there were small names invited to those interviews. All right. Companies, GE, Honeywell. I don't know how to say this. Kuvenkin. Kuvenkin. It's an American law firm. So then there's some writing here about it, but, um, yeah, he just was not, never mind you, I'm only focusing on Iraq, so maybe the other countries people got treated like that. I don't think so, though, but um, he just had tons and tons of meetings. He was invited to, oh, they didn't even put Russia there. He was invited to Russia, and he's going to go before the end of the year. Um, he didn't meet with Biden. But Anthony Blinken invited Sadani to come to the White House. And I hopefully I can show you. Um, there's a list to me. So they didn't say, oh, hey, you know, on your way home, stop by the White House, right? They didn't say that. They're like, oh, we want you to come to the White House. But they didn't give a date. And there's an article that's probably here. But like I said, I'm not going to go over it because I want to talk about some other things. Um, it almost seems like he gave a list of demands like, well, I'll come to you once we've settled these issues. And it's about 12, 12 or 15 things. And then also the, the day that the in, invitation was given back in Baghdad, the spokesman for the gov governor, government, he gave a speech and he was like, mm -mm, no, if you're going to invite my prime minister somewhere, you're going to do it right. You're going to give him a professional invitation. It's not just going to be some little, let's smile and take pictures. <laughs> I hope I put that. I don't think I did. I don't think I put that, that article here, but it's, um, he, he's very proud and um, he, in the article, he comes very, he just short, just short of saying it was disrespectful the way that they invited him. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So yeah, so maybe he'll come back. There's definitely some things that they want completed. They want finalized. And I believe that is a condition for his trip to come here come uh, to Washington but more importantly the first meeting well the first meeting they emphasized was with the Treasury and I think that's more important right
Okay, so let's see. My favorite quote, he called corruption. He said, we're facing a pandemic, pandemic of corruption. And I thought that was neat. And he was like, and that's our top priority. Let's see on this pathway develop program, Karen. Um, fighting poverty, comprehensive reforms. Lots of talk about reforms. Um, he, he said, um, people should respect our um, sovereignty. I thought that was good. So it's really good. Really good speech. It's only 10 minutes. And um, I have the words there too if you don't want to listen to the speech. And you can just read the words um, that's available also on the blog. Okay, so let's see. What is this? Here, listen to this title. So Donnie talks about projects that will change the shape of Iraq with a new and diversified economic face. So all everything good was said. All the buzzwords except there's no mention of anything about the money, right? Which we weren't expecting. I, I, well, maybe some people thought he was going to say, hey, yeah, we're going to change our rate. But no, there's nothing like that. So here's the invitation. We look forward to Sadani's visit to Russia during the next few weeks. Now, the first one said before the end of the year. But look how friendly they look. And they're smiling and shaking hands. Now, that's that Lavrov guy. So this right here is the foreign minister, Fouad Hussein. He's been in politics like 42 years. He's the only one in this government now because the government that they have right now was supposed to be 100% new people. But he remains, right? He's the, the only one that remains. Well, and Halabusi. But um, I'm wondering if they are, aren't old friends. This Lavrov guy and this, uh, whatever, Fouad Hussein. But anyway, so much different, um, much different reaction to being invited, right? Okay, Parliament expected a conditional fall for the dollar to fourteen hundred and fifty dinars in Iraqi markets. So, if the price for the dollar right now is close to sixteen. Earlier in the week, it was over 1,600 dinars per dollar. They were hoping to get it down to 1,450. As of Friday, it was not. So um, then in this article, they go on to talk about the system of SWIFT and the U.S. Treasury and everything. Let's see. Will foreign investment restore uh, reconstruction in Iraq and reflect on economic development? Of course it will. And so here's an article about that. You should read that. Here's a deputy something or another. Iraq's openness will prompt an influx of Arab and international investments. So again, they're saying, hey, we're here. Iraq is moving towards openness to all, all, you hear me? All international countries to conclude balanced relations based on achieving common interests, preserving sovereignty, and non-interference in international affairs. Yeah, they did mention they will not be used as a place to launch wars, 
And those, when they use those, that wording, that's directed to us, Iran, Turkey. Yeah, basically us, Iran and Turkey. This is interesting. Um, Sadani will remind Biden of Maliki's agricultural initiative. So the the reason this is interesting, if you don't know, Maliki was prime minister in 2014 and before that, the term before that. But remember, Maliki let ISIS in, but we knew that. And I know people don't like to hear that, but it's, it's in writing. You can find it. Um, but anyway, that's not what this is about. So Maliki has worked with Biden before. So this is actually an old picture, right? So there's something the IMF and the World Bank have always said Iraq needs to diversify their sources of revenue and agriculture is one thing. So apparently there must be something that um, Maliki derived or was done while he was prime minister, that will help boost the agriculture income. But yeah, so that is, um, see here, such as the agricultural initiative that his government in implemented 10 years ago. But also, I'm thinking this is like Sadani's going to come back and say, hey, remember Maliki has this dirt on you. <laughs> So you need to hurry up and give us our money. That's what I'm thinking is really going to be that conversation. But because Maliki should be in jail or dead or something. And he just never. Plenty others have come and gone and Maliki is still here, right? <laughs> so I think he's got some dirt on somebody. Maybe even more than one somebody's, you know. But anyway, okay, yeah, we're about halfway through. It's 18 minutes. Okay, um, here's another article. More of the talk about the path to development. Um, so that, you know, still not really a lot of people talking about it. But here, the economic reform law serves as the philosophical foundation for the Iraq Fund for Development. So there's really a lot involved in all of these things. Okay, um, here's another. Now, this is a good article about the oil and gas law will contribute to distributing the financial returns of Iraqi oil wealth. Um, and oil is an indivisible strategic commodity and the oil and gas law can lead to dispersion of the value of oil wealth. So they keep talking about it, but if you remember in the last podcast, there were articles saying they weren't going to pass it until after the um, election, but we'll see. Here, this is one of the things I don't like. Parliament sets three months to restore the dollar exchange rate to its official rate. Now, I wish they would have a number here, but they don't. It just says official rate, and it says three months. So that takes us to when? The end of the year. So it is what it is, and that's why I'm like, well, you know, 
If they don't do it September, then there's a 2% chance they'll do it at the end of December because that's when they devalued. Now, this is just my thinking. That's when they devalued and their fiscal year is the calendar year. So January, they would be ready to start with their new date. So I don't know. We'll see. But uh, what did I want to emphasize here? The central bank delayed its funds, excuse me, delayed financing its funds from the American side for two periods. So is that two quarters? And this is considered an obstruction to the work of the central bank and the economic situation in Iraq. So keep that in mind, right? Keep me in mind. That's a country song. Okay, so over the next three months, the dollar exchange rate will be gradually restored to its official rate. But again, what is that rate? Okay, um, addressing the central bank. Well, that's not important, but here, its inability was exposed. The central bank's procedures confuse the Iraqi monetary sector. So we're getting people complaining about the system where they have to go through the auction, the Federal Reserve, the Treasury, and then back to the auction. And saying we put sanctions on 14 banks. Oh no, we didn't put sanctions. That's confusing. Now this I like. This is, look how pretty those little gold bars are. Mm -mm -mm. All right, but anyway, an economic expert explains the importance of Iraq's gold reserves. So here it is in black and white. Well, blue. I think I changed it to blue. The gold reserve is a cover for the national currency in addition to the dollar and the euro. So they're getting ready to, we know they're already working with the yuan, but if they have them in their reserves, that's probably the least um, amount of another currency they have in reserves. And as for international transaction settlements, they are mainly made in the dollar currency and then in the euro currency to a lesser and limited extent. But so they came out saying, hey, we have enough gold to cover it, right? They have 132 tons plus people think it's more. That's just what they're telling us here. I like this article. It says oil. So the oil ministry is obliging foreign companies to adopt national workers at a rate of more than 85%. Now, I don't know if that 85% is right because every time I see an article, it keeps rising. First, it was 45, then it was 50, then it was 60. Now it's up to 85%. But what I like is they are mandating to the other countries, telling them, you're going to hire our people. You know, you're going to come here and make money off us, off of us. You're going to hire our people. So I like that. Okay. So I have a new commercial because the other thing that I was doing that has been frozen probably, well, definitely till December. Um, and who knows, it probably won't even come back next year, but anyway, so 
but they are working on any pending deals. There's those could still go through, but there's no new, um, no new companies can apply. Okay. So this will be my one and only, it says elevate, activate, regenerate with X, uh, X 39. And then the link is here, but, um, Mm, yeah, you'll just have to go there. And I don't really know what I can say yet and what I can't. So if you want to, if that has piqued your interest, then go to the blog and click on this link here and it'll take you to my page. All right. So here, this, what time is it? Okay. Ka'ani is the general for the, they call it the Quds Force, but the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. Look at this. If if I know every not everyone looks, watches, whatever, but this is a militia. They're in camouflage clothes, but it looks like they went to <laughs> let me see. Goodwill. I don't know. It looks like Someone was like, here, here's some camouflage um, clothing. Find what fits you and put it on. It is not, it's all different. One guy isn't even in camouflage. He's in like blue. It looks like a blue shirt. So whoever these people have to fight, good luck, right? Because they're not. Um, but the reason I bring this up is because I... I have accepted that Iran is heavily involved in Iraq, right? I still don't understand it, but so we have military people in Syria and there's bombs and stuff that go off in Syria. Supposedly Iran is our enemy, right? But every time there's some major decisions that need to be made. We're in Iraq, and so is this guy, Ka'ani. So here he is. Now he's in Syria, which we have ties to. But they're working on joint military maneuvers between Tehran and Damascus. So that's Iran and uh, Assyria. So they're working together for joint military maneuvers. Well, who, who is their military going to go after? Ours. So it's just crazy. But anyway, so that kind of bothers me. But it seems it's been that way for quite some time. But it just goes to show you how the world is run. And we we have no clue about some of the things that go on that make the world go on. Okay, so here is more about Sudani. The relationship between Iraq and America cannot remain limited to security. So he, this was with the business people. Look, they're all business people there. And the prime minister delivered a speech during the meeting. So he actually gave three speeches that we know about. The most prominent of which are the following. So there's points here. See these diamonds? These are all different points. And let's keep scrolling. And we're scrolling. And we're scrolling. 
yeah, see all those points that he talked about? Those are all things they have done and want to do. And um, he's inviting them to be a part of it. So the whole world wants in to just waiting, right? And what are they waiting for? The rate change and those laws. Okay, we're almost done. Bear with me. Um, a deputy reveals the imminent decline in the price of the dollar after the Washington meetings. So there was also another article. The street awaits to see the results of Sadani's trip to America. The street is this is the people. So here they are talking about we're expecting an imminent um, decline in the price of the dollar. So he's back now. How many days are they going to give him? Here's more. Um, Sadani talks about the importance of restoring the relationship between Iran and America. So there you go. Restoring the relationship. And that was on Bloomberg. Again, they're talking about the Bloomberg um, interview. Oh, and listen to this. We seek a reasonable price for oil that guarantees the interest of producers and consumers. We do not have a fixed price, and we believe the appropriate price is no less than $85 to $90 per barrel. Well, that to me sounds like a specific price. And then how do they know they can get to that price, right? Manipulation. But anyway, so that article is there and good. We are preparing a draft of the economic reform law and concluding a trade and investment agreement with America. And I do believe these are some of the things they want wrapped up before they make the trip, the visit with the president. Okay, let's see. This is an interesting article. The Iraqi dinar is playing with the dollar on borrowed time. So this is a guy with, I think he's an ec economic and political expert. But he's talking about, um, well, here, let me just read this first paragraph. Once again, the main player returns on the fields to control the economic movement of Iraq and Washington returns to impose itself as the captain. <laughs> so he's not very happy. And, um, but he gives a good analogy of all the pieces that it takes. So this is really a good article to read. I didn't realize how long it is. But um, the title is, The Iraqi Dinar is Playing with the Dollar on borrowed time because they should have been done right this this should have been done um years ago then months ago so uh let's see this i'm not sure you know what and i should ask someone but listen to this the u.s house of representatives will hold a session next week so this is our people the u.s house of representatives will 
America, right? I'm, I'm American. We'll hold a session next week to cancel the authorization for the invasion of Iraq. So I find it funny <laughs> that because we're, we don't say, we say we went over there to liberate Iraq, right? And let's see. So this was done in 2001. Authorization to use military force against Iraq. <laughs> right so they're not saying we're invading them but and then it goes on to say it was the, the disastrous american invasion of iraq in 2003 so see how depending on who's describing an event the words how you know i'm sure if if we wrote this if an american wrote this it would not be disastrous and they would not use the word invasion but my point is, I'm not sure what this has to do with anything. If we need it to be um, canceled or if we need it to stay intact, I don't know. Um, but maybe I'll try to find out. Okay. So here, um, the Iraqi central governor is at the heart of the dollar smuggling controversy to Iran. So there's more people today, Saturday, calling for Aliyah Locke to be dismissed. And here, this, um, this, so this goes a little deeper than the last one was just, um, these two, it's the same, the two independent representatives, right, are mobilizing to dismiss him on charges of failure to manage the dollar exchange rate and continued flow of foreign currency from private banks to Iran, which we know is happening. Now, is it Aliyah Locke's fault? Is he the one doing it? Or is it our fault? Because we're the ones holding them up, right? But anyway, so... Why do I think that's positive? I think that's the last article also. Oh, here, um, just really quick. They've announced that the reopening of Iraq's embassy in Vietnam. So I, the timing, right? We're expecting, some people are expecting the RV to happen. We're expecting Vietnam to RV. And... Iraq just happens to reopen their embassy right now. So I think that's positive. Um, yeah, okay, so that's the last article. Okay, so we're going to close. Just give me a few more seconds. Um, I think it's positive that they're asking for Aliyah Locke to be removed because that's pressure. Part of when he got hired, he was supposed to perform in 90 days. It's well past the 90 days. So, and then there's the citizens are unhappy. People, you know, when they're interviewed, they're unhappy with the high prices. They're unhappy with how hard it is to get the dollar. Um, so even though those seems like negative things, I, they're positive things to put stress, pressure rather, on the government, which will make them come back to America and say, look, our people are about to hit the streets again. You need to do something, right? So 
like I said, it was a good week. We'll see what happens this coming week. I think it nothing's going to happen this weekend, in my opinion, right? Even though we have some people who are really excited and think something may. So I probably, unless there is some really, really spectacular something to report on, I probably will not do another post for a few days. Whew, so that's why this one was really long. Okay. I hope this helps you continue to just hold on because, you know, we're in a, a scenario that we have no control over, right? So hang in there, accumulate while we wait for the rate to appreciate. Don't miss any meals and pay all your bills. I thank you. I appreciate you. Hit the like, not like, subscribe. Subscribe, connect, join, whatever it is, wherever you're listening, there's usually something there like that. So when I do update, it will notify you because I don't update regularly. And if all things work like they're supposed to, it'll tell you, hey, there's a new post, go check it out. But um, yeah, so thank you for listening, watching, however you are enjoying this and Enjoy the rest of your day, night, noon, morning, whatever time frame it is. And until next time.